Hey, what's up everyone? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're studying Daf Ches of Mesechta Shkolim, uh, Daf 8. Uh, the uh, Daf really starts off co- with a continuation of uh, what we were discussing yesterday with, uh, you know, we, we had said that the Truma Salishka is three times uh, a year, and then we said that that's also kind of connected to when we do Meister Behema, um, separating a tenth, basically what you do is you take all your flock and you walk it and you hold like a stick and every tenth one you tap with the stick and that one becomes a Corbin. So you also do Meister Behema around those times of year and um, then we get to a new Mishnah um, towards the bottom of of uh, Amur Aleph and uh, yeah, let's get started here. Um, so we are going to start in Dav Zayin Amud Beis, four lines, five lines from the bottom, Behin Gronos, so Rabbi Yochanan says that the reason why um, we do Meiser uh, Behema at the times listed in the Mishnah is because those are the times that they give birth. So around the times that the animals give birth, that's, right, that's when we, we hop around and, and separate the, the Meiser from the flocks. That's very interesting. That that is so that the animals should be available for the people going to be Olaregel. Because the, now, okay, so because the, the, the merchants, the people in Yushalayim would be selling the animals and there was a big need, there was a big, um, um, demand for meat during the Shalash Regalim because people had different korbanos that they had to offer because Pashit people needed to eat, right? They needed meat around Stam. So therefore, in order to make sure that there would be enough meat for everybody, the Merchants would dafka hold off doing Meister Behema until like around the Shalash Rugalim. And then they would do Meister Behema so that they wouldn't eat slash sell or whatever, you know, so they would make sure because they wouldn't want to use their flock until Meister was separated. So they would, if, so by delaying separating Meister until around the times of Shalash Rugalim, they would basically artificially make sure that they had enough um, supply for the demand that was going to be. Now, I don't think I think that you're allowed to eat your, I don't think that there's tevel in quite the same way that there is with like grain, that your mom is not allowed to eat the grain until you separate miser. I don't think that that's the case by, by, by animals. I don't think so. I think that it was just voluntary that the, um, that the merchants, in order to make sure that they would have enough supply, they, they would artificially, um, sort of, they, they would prefer not to, um, use their, you know, eat, sell, whatever, their flock until they separate Meiser, and they would just push off that Meiser until around the, the Shalash Rugalim, so that they would, you know, kind of make sure that they have enough supply. Amrav Yudin, Shalo Yavo Lide Balta Acher, so you don't come to the, pro- the, the, the prohibition of do not um, uh, delay your korbanos. You don't want to delay your korbanos, so therefore, so as not to delay your korbanos, before the Shalash Rugalim, they would separate Meiser, Behema, and they would bring the animals to Jerusalem and offer them as korbanos. Okay, anybody who uh, pushes off his tevel, I believe his tevel being um, uh, is you know if he doesn't take meiser behema, so then he is violating bal teacher. Taman taninon, we learn in the Mishnah of Meir Omer says of Meir be echod be elul rosh behema. The Reb Meir says that on the first of Elul is the Rosh Hashanah Legabi Meiser Beimakila. The first of Elul is the cutoff. That any animal born before Elul 
is tied with the previous year's animals, and any animal born after Elul is tied with the following year's animals. Whereas Rebelaz and Reb Shimon say that the cutoff is the first of Tishrei. Okay? Benazai Omer says, Benazai, Ha'eluliim Misasim Atman, that what you do, says Benazai, that actually any of the animals that are born in Elo, you, you, you treat them as their own separate things. So, Kilu, any animal born before Elo is going to be tied with the previous year. Any animal born after Elo is going to be tied with the next year. And any animal born in Elo is tied with other animals born in Elo. Time with Rebmeir. So says Rebchuna, the reason why Rebmeir says that the cutoff is uh, the first of uh, Elo is because Arkan hein mismatzos leiled minayushanos, mikan veilachin maschilos leiled minachadoshos. So the answer is because any animal born before Elo was conceived before Nisan. So really what's important is the beginning of the year is Nisan. So we want animals that were conceived this year. And therefore, any animal before, born before Elul was conceived before Nisan, i.e. in last year, and any animal born after Elul was conceived in the current year, and that is why um, it will be, you know, tied with the animals from the next, from, you know, that's why that's the cutoff, basically. Rabiosa Barbun B'Shem Rav Chuna, Elazar Reb Shimon, is because the Pasuk says, Love Shukarim Atzon, that they wore the uh, clothing of the of the uh, the tzon. I think it, it refers to I believe the um, the sheep getting pregnant. I think Ela Bakiros. Those are the those are the, um, the those are the animals that are born early. Vamokim Yat Fubar Afelos. Those are the animals that are born later. The animals that are born earlier would be in um, before Elul. The animals that are born later would be during Elul. And then they like all sing together. And then all of them, you take the Meister together. So therefore, any of the animals born before Elul, as well as the animals born during Elul, they're all going to take Meister all together. So after Elul, i.e. in Tishrei. So that is why Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi Shimon say that the cutoff is Tishrei, so you could do Meister Bema together with all of the animals, including the ones born in, Tish, in, in Elul. Fine. Omer Benazai and says Benazai hol veelu omim kach veelu omim kach. Since these say uh, that the cutoff, you know, since Rebbeir says the cutoff is Elul, Rebbe Lazar and Rebbe Shimon say the cutoff is Tishrei. So Yehua Eluliim misasim b'fnei atzman. Therefore, the animals born in Elul should just be treated on their own, and you know, any animal born in Elul will be tied with other animals born in Elul. And any animals born before Elul are from the previous year, and after Elul are from the next year. How is this? No, I'm sorry. If five animals were born in Av, and five were born in Elul, and five were born in Tishrei, none of them will join together, because the ones in Av will go from the previous year, the ones in Tishrei will be from the next year, and the ones in Elul are going to be on their own. Now, if five animals were born in Tishrei, i.e. at the beginning of the year, and then, all the way at the end of the year, another five animals were born in Av. Well, that's all the same year, right? Because the cutoff is Tishrei until, until essentially Elul, right? Because Benazai says that once you get Elul, it's treated on its own. But from Tishrei through Av, that's all considered one year. And they're going to be, Ari Elim and Starfin, they'll join together for Miser. 
Period. Frak the Gemara, and this is Geshmak. Everybody listen up. Uven Aze Machriya Adivre Tamidav Asa? Is Ben Aze coming to like make a, 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 a compromise between his students? This is super interesting. We're talking about Reb Meir, Reb Shimon, and Reb Lazar, and we're saying that they were students of Ben Azai. Now, generally, I think we assume that Reb Meir, we learned the Mesechta Erev in the Maisen, Dafyud Gimel, that Reb Meir was a student of Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Akiva, and we're saying that he was also a student of Ben Azai, as well as Rabbi Shimon and Rabbi Lazar. These are all students of Rabbi Akiva, and we're saying that they were students of Ben Azai as well. That's super interesting. And then we're saying that Ben Azai, the, now the Gemara is saying, why would Ben Azai be trying to appease like all the, stu- the, the, opinions, the opinions of his students? Okay, the Rabbi Meir says that the, that the cutoff is Elul. Um, Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi Shimon say the cutoff is Tishrei. So now Ben Azai says, okay, so let's try to make everybody happy and we'll say Elul. He's the teacher. He should know the answers. He should be the one to say, no, we're holding like this one. We're holding like that. You're like, he's not the one who should be trying to like, you know, make everybody else happy. He, he's the teacher. He knows. Okay, no, Kilu. You get it? I, I, the assumption is like, uh, the older generation would, would kind of, the younger generation who would want to make the compromise, I guess. So, right? But even just like the vibe of it, Kilu, why would Ben Az, like the way, like, okay, we have to make everybody happy. Like, usually it's not the position of the teacher to kind of figure out how to, uh, uh, you know, fit together his students' opinions. It would be the students trying to f- make sense of the teacher's opinion. So, so, Rabbi Yirmi of Rabbi Yasha b'shem Rabbi Shmuel by Rabbi Yitzchak shekenechu kolei avos ha'olam. Do you hear this? This is just getting better and better. That Rabbi Yirmi and Rabbi Yasha said the name of Rabbi Shmuel by Yitzchak. That actually Ben Azai. What we're talking about here is a machlokes of the avos ha'olam, the fathers of the world. Umaninu who are the avos ha'olam? Umaninu avos ha'olam. Tana Rabbi Yona Kumi Rabbi Yirmi Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Akiva. That the Avos Olam are Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Akiva. So gishmak. So actually there's a machlokas between Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Akiva about if the cutoff is Tishrei or if it's Elul. And Ben Aze was coming to, to say, okay, since there's machlokas between Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Akiva, that is why we'll say that we'll treat Elul separately. Which is super interesting also. Because now we're seeing that Ben Azai was Kilo Ashtikol student of Rabbi Akiva and, 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 and Rabbi Shmuel. Which is also interesting because Kilo, if Reb Meir and Reb Shimon and Reb Lazar were students of Rabbi Akiva, and they were also students of Ben Azai. So Mistama Ben Azai and Rabbi Akiva were contemporaries, but we're saying that Ben Azai was a student of Rabbi Akiva. Super interesting stuff. Says the Gemara is also Meir's Ben Azai. That Ben Azai was both a colleague and a student of Rabbi Akiva. Wow. And, and Zel, so he was a colleague, but also he, he referred to Rabbi Akiva as a, as a teacher, and that's why he made the compromise between the machlokas between, uh, Rabbi Yishmael and Rabbi Akiva to try to find, uh, you know, he was like Machmir, like both of them. In Tema Rabbe, Iz Barnosh, Omar, the Rabbe Hol, Ve'elu Amrukach, Ve'elu Amrukach, right? So Kilu, we, 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 we see from this dialogue that we just had that Rabbi, that that Ben Azai must have been a friend, a colleague of Rabbi Akiva, because just from the way that Ben Azai says it, since these say this and those say that, Kilu, if it was if you, you don't speak to your Rebbe like that, these and that, you say Rebbe says this and Rebbe says that. And in fact, it says these and those, so it must be that they were colleagues. Again, in Tamar, if you say Rabbi, that um, Rebbe, if you want to say that Rabbi Akiva was Ben Azai's teacher, but not his colleague. He's by Nash, Omar the Rabbi, do you have somebody who says to his teacher, Oh, ve'elu amukach, ve'elu amukach? No way. 
So from the, you would say, Rebbe says this. Rebbe says that. From the fact he says, Elu ve'elu, so it must be uh, that there are colleagues. Rebbe Avun b'shem Rebbe Yishmael by Rebbe Yitzchak Shama le'la minada. Says uh, Rebbe Avun in the name of Rebbe Yishmael by Yitzchak that you can infer that there were colleagues from here. Amr ben Azai, that ben Azai says to Rebbe Akiva. It's a Gemara in Bava Basra. He says, Ala chalukin anu mitztairin el shabasa lachlok aleinu esashavin. Right, there was a, a, a machlokus over there. There were like three machlokus in, um, or, or well, three, three, three contexts, and in two of them, Beisham and Beisil argue, and in one of them, they were able to say that everyone agrees. And Rabbi Kiva came to say, no, they disagree there as well. To which Benazi says, you know, it's it, it's difficult enough that there are these two cases where Beisham and Beisil argue. You want to say that they also argue on the one where we say that they agree? This must mean that, that Benazir, while he was a student of Rabbi Akiva, was also a, a colleague of his, because in Tamar Rabbi, because if you say that Benazir was a, uh, only a student of Rabbi Akiva, but not also a colleague, would a, a student say to his teacher, what, that you're coming to, 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 to make, make um, uh, an argument in a place where they agree? Kilo, he wouldn't speak to his teacher like that. He would have uh, more respect, but he felt comfortable as a colleague speaking to him like that. Tamantoninon, we learned in a Mishnah over there in Bechoris. So any animals that are born from the first of Tishrei until the 29th of Elul, the cutoff being Tishrei essentially, so that's all one year. From the first day of Tishrei until the end of Elul is all one year. Legabe Meiser Beima and all the animals from those from that year will, will you'll do Meiser Beima together and anybody any animals after that or before that would would be um, part of different years. Chamisha Lifnei Rosh Hashanah Veheilach Rosh Hashanah. If five you have five animals born before Rosh Hashanah, i.e. before Rosh Hashanah Elul uh, Tishrei and five born after Tishrei. So Ein Mitzdarf, they don't join together for Meiser Beima because they're different years. Hey, Lifnei Agoren Ve'ele Achor Agoren. If you have five before these times that we listed in the Mishnah that we separate Meiser Beima, right? Kilu, um, I don't know, let's take Rabbi Akiva's opinion that it's right before Pesach, right before Shavuos, right before Sukkot. So if you have five born before each, let, let's say before Shavuos and five born after Shavuos, that's fine, no big deal because it's all the same year. Hare Elu Mitzdarf they could join together for Meiser Beima. Omer Rabbiosa says Rabbiosa had Omeris. This says Meiser Behema lo asu also lo kichenet velo kishlish. Says Rabbiosa that this um, that this that right, that this teaches us that Meiser Behema that when it comes to Meiser Behema lo asu also they didn't make it lo kichenet velo kishlish. What in the veld? What does that mean? So chenet means that when it comes to right chanota. Chanota is basically when a fruit begins, uh, with the, 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 the flower falls off and, and it, and, and, and it starts like bearing fruit. So that, okay. So the equivalent of an animal would be, uh, conception. And shlish is by, uh, uh, uh was it wheat and by olives, olives and grain, I think, that it, it uh, in order for you to take, uh, to be chayv and tithes, so it needs to have grown a third already, right? Now, we were saying that the cutoff is basically when it's born. So if it's born before Tishrei, so then it's from the previous year. If it's born after Tishrei, it's from the next year. So that means that we're not doing it based on conception. And we're also not saying that you have to wait 
a certain amount until, you know, because you can't slaughter an animal for a sacrifice immediately when it's born. You have to wait eight days. So therefore, that would be the equivalent of, let's say, the shlish by the olives and the grain that um, and you have to wait until they're like a certain level of um, development. So if we apply that to animals, then you'd have to wait a week until you could separate miser. But we're not saying that. We're saying it's based on when they're born. So in Tamar Kichenet, let's call him Uber Me'achar Me'echod Betishrei Ad Esen Betishrei Be'elu, because if you say that um, you know right, right, that that it's based on conception, so then it would mean and any animal that's been conceived from the beginning of Tishrei until the end of the year. In Tamar Kishlish, and if you say that that right, right that you have to when it comes to Meiser Behema, you have to wait until you know it's the equivalent of the third of the growth by the olives and grains, i.e. that um, you have to wait until you can offer it as a korban, well then, that the cutoff is really the any animals born up until the 22nd of Elul, because any animal born after the 22nd of Elul, when the first of Tishri comes around, it's not yet going to be eight days old, and you'd be unable to offer it as a sacrifice, um, and therefore you wouldn't separate it for Meiser Behema. And therefore, from the fact that we're saying that, uh, and therefore from the fact that we are saying that it's based on when it's born, it must mean that both things are irrelevant. The conception is irrelevant, as well as the uh, being eight days develop, you know, eight, eight days old is also irrelevant. This, from when the time it's born, you can already separate, you, you can already separate um, um, so says Reb Shammai in the name of Rebivi Reb Chia that actually the rabbis hold that that there is the concept of a third by Meiser Behema and that the animals would have to be eight days old before you can take Meiser from them but Reb Shimon that our Mishnah is like Rib Shimon, our Mishnah that says that the cutoff is the first of Tishrei, and you don't have to wait until it's a Shlish, is like Rib Shimon. The Amr Rib Shimon, Muchusur Zmanich Nasadir Lesasser, that already, uh, you know, that if it's less than eight days old, it's not ready yet to be offered as a Korban, you can already take my Surbeim of Mid already. Come Rib Mana im Rib Shamit, but Rib Mana Asakashan Rib Shamit. Omliat Omar Tchada Milsad, he said, Did you really say this? But Tamatoninot, we have in that Mishnah that says, Benazi Omer says, Benazi Eluliyam Misasun the Atzman, that any animal born in Elul is tied separately. Now, isn't that the entire Elul, including up to the 29th day as well? And if it's including the entire Elul, Islach Memar, Benazi Kreb Shimon, Velokra Abonon. Are you going to say that Benazi holds like Reb Shimon? That it's all entirely based on when the animal is born, and any animal born from the beginning until the end of Elul is going to be tied separately, even though it's not yet fit to be offered as a korban. So, what are you going to say that he holds like Rib Shimon and not like the rabbis? So, Kamadat Amr al Durabon, no, what you're going to say about the rabbis is Manichon Lishana Abba'a bin Misasun in Bene Shnoson. No, the way you can explain according to the rabbis is this. That yes, in order to offer it as a korban and in order to um, separate it for miser, it would have to be eight days old. That's true. However, the cutoff in terms of determining which year it's going to be, the flock of which year it's going to be uh, tithed with, 
is based on when it's born. And therefore, so Kilu, if you have an animal born on the first of Tishrei, even though you can't yet separate it as miser, you have to wait eight days, but nonetheless, it's going to be considered and going to have miser from all the other animals born in the, the, in, in born in the common year. And if it's, um, uh, born before the first of Tishrei, right? So even though in the previous year you would be unable to separate it, uh, to, 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 you know, take miser from it because it's not going to be old enough in that in the previous year. However, it is still tithed ultimately, you know, eight days later into the next year already, but it's going to be tithed with the flock from the previous year. So it's the, the so what year you use, you separate the miser from, which flock of which year is based on when the animal is born. However, lemaise, you're only going to take um, miser beema once it is already eight days old. So Kenat Omar al Benazai, you're going to say the same thing about Ben Azai, that when he says that any animal born in Elul, you separate on its own, is Manichan Legorin Haba, Ben Misasun Bene Elulim, that, yeah, you wait to separate them, uh, to, 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 to separate the Miser until the, the, the next time you separate Miser, i.e., once they're at least eight days old. Eight, yeah, eight days old. But, um, in terms of which flock are you going to separate them with, it's going to be from the previous, um, year, or in Ben Azai's case, uh, Elo. Um, says, says, so that when you have a Bechor, a firstborn, so when we count its first year, it even includes the first eight days where you wouldn't be able to offer it as a Korban. Shama la minada says of Mana says of Yonah that his father learned it from the following pasuk. Any animal that will be born that already from the time that it is born, you already um, count for the year. New Mishnah that in three boxes that each can hold three sa'a. We um, take the tithe from the from the from the 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 the, the, the office that had the machzis shekel in it. aleph beis gimel, and on each one of the boxes there was the letter aleph on one, beis on the second, gimel on the third. Rabbi Shmuel Omer says Rabbi Shmuel Yevonis Kasuvalein that it was actually written in Greek letters alpha beis gamma. In a Torah nichnas lo bepargod chafus, the person who goes in to take the um the the coins doesn't go in with a clothing that has a hem. That nobody should suspect that that right that he's like hiding any coins in his, the hem of his clothing. Not with shoes, not with sandals. Not with any kind of tefillin or amulet. Nothing that you should be able to think that maybe he's hiding coins somewhere. Lest that year he becomes poor and everybody says, oh, you know why he became poor? It's because he was he was being improper with the money from the lishka when he went in, right? Or maybe the opposite. He'll get very rich. And then all of a sudden everyone's saying, oh yeah, him. where do you think he got so rich from? He took some money when he went in to, to take the donations. So, that a person needs to be fit before man, before other people, just like he needs to be fit before God. It's important also to, to you know, not just to know that, well, I know I didn't do anything wrong, but you should also um, you know, not want to set yourself up for people thinking that maybe you did do something wrong. Shinemar, the Apostle says, that you should be clean, not just from Hashem, but also from Israel. And the Apostle says, that he will find favor and, and I don't know, good intellect 
in the eyes of man and God. Says the Gemara Taman Taninam. We learned in a in a in a Mishnah in Masechta Shabbos. Mefanan Afilu Dalad V'Chomish Kupis. You can move out on Shabbos even four or five boxes, you know, in order to make space for people. How big, how large can these kupas be? How large can these boxes be that you're allowed to move around on Shabbos? So let's learn something that is closed from something that's explained. Something that's cryptic from something that's explained. Meaning, while it might not be explicit how large these boxes can be, but there's another instance where we have boxes and it is explicit how large those boxes can be, so let's just apply that to this. The tan is we the Brice of Bishalish Kupis Shell Shalish Shalish Soyin that in three boxes which are each three saw Shain Tisha Sain, so three times three is nine, Shain Esim Vishava Sain, which is twenty seven saw because they would do the Truma Salishka three times a year. Tormina Salishka. Vikhosov Alein Olive base gimel, and each one of the three boxes that they would use for Juma Salishka would be marked. One had the letter Aleph, one had the letter Bez, one had the letter Gimel. How come they were lettered? To say that first use the coins from the first box before starting to use the coins from the second box and the third as well. Okay, the first, the first box, then the second box, then the third box. So new. So we want to say that just like by Truma Salishka, the box holds three saw. So also in terms of Hotzah Shabbos, well, no, in terms of Tircha Yisera on Shabbos, in terms of exerting yourself too much on Shabbos, so the amount of what would be considered acceptable would be up to three saw. A box that is up to three saw. Tamu Taninam we learned Darin Hamotziyain Kedei Miziga Sakos. So somebody who takes out. Uh, wine. Remember this Masech the Shabbos, right? We saw all sorts of shiurim, right? In general, we said, right, the shiur for Achila was kigrogris. So, by when when it comes to wine, so we said kedei mizigas hakos in enough to dilute in a cup in, in in wine, and that is a quarter of a revius, right? That if you have a quarter of a revius of undiluted wine, so then you'll add three parts to it, and then you will have a revius of diluted wine. So, so enough undiluted wine so that you'll then dilute it and have a revius. Ah, so so how large is this cup? So So he says, let's learn out where it doesn't say it explicitly from where it does say it explicitly. The Tani has we learn that the Dalad Kosis on Pesach at the Seder have a total of a revius of undiluted Italian wine, which means that each, right, so a revius divided into four cups would mean that each cup has a quarter of a revius of undiluted wine, which you then, um, you know, dilute it and you get a, a, a revius of wine. And it's the same, um, you know, equation on Shabbos. Okay, so it says in the name of Rabbi Yochanan that this brisa, which says that the shear for a um, cup of wine is a revius, so it's Rabbi Yehuda. 
Okay. The Tanya is within a brisa. Kedegimia. That when it comes to mayim kedegimia. That when it comes to taking out water on Shabbos, it's enough water to for to for a swallow. Um, enough water that you would apply to an eye salve. Alright. How much wine do you take out on Shabbos in your Chayib? So enough to swallow. Um, enough undiluted wine so you'll mix it together with water and dilute it uh, to be a revius of wine. And that is a Behuda's opinion. So therefore the uh, previous or opinion that says that uh, it's Meziga Sako, so that's a Yehuda. Mozuk Bechama, so now what if you have a diluted cup of wine, how much do you take out? We said undiluted, it's a quarter of Revius. What about when it's diluted? So Nishma'ina Minada, so let's, so let's learn it from the following. Ma'im Kedegimia, as the Bryce that we just quoted, that when you take out water on Shabbos, it's enough to swallow, you'll be chayv, enough water that you put on an eye salve. What's an eye salve? You yain kedekamia and wine in order you'd be chayv if you take out enough that you could swallow it. Rebuta omer kedemiziga sakos. Rebuta says enough wine that you would then dilute it with water. Hada omra mazug kedemiziga sakos. Fine. So so how much? So even if it's diluted, it would be the same equation. So if we have. Um, a quarter of revius of undiluted wine, so then the uh, amount of diluted wine that you'd be chayav for is basically, if you dilute it with water, and now you have a revius, basically you add three parts water to the wine, now you have a revius, so that's the shear that we're talking about. So undiluted, it's a quarter of revius, right? And as we've seen a few times in the name of Rava, that any wine that doesn't require you to add three parts water to it, to it in order to dilute it properly is not considered proper wine. So, 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 so for... Um, so uh, undiluted, a quarter of a revius, diluted a revius. Kamashiurin shalkos, how large is this cup? Reb Oven Omar Titarmon Virevia. Okay, says Reb Oven, it's a Titarmon and a quarter. Maulishtosan Bikerech Echot. Ah, one second. So we are now talking about uh, the cups of wine at the Seder, right? How large do these glasses of wine? Uh, at the Seder after B, so it's a titarton and a Now, can you drink all four cups of wine at the Seder at, 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 all at once? Now, we had seen this Gemara in Masech Psachim, in Arvi Psachim, we said, no, you cannot. I think we said, Yidei Yain Yatsa, Yidei Kosis Lo Yatsa, something like that. So, so here we're saying, with the Amr of Mana, from the fact that Rav Mana says the name of Rav Yossi, that if you hear Halal in the Beis HaKnesses in Shul, if in the synagogue on Pesach night, on the first night of Pesach, you hear Halal in Shul, and I think that Lemaisa, the Minig, is to say Halal in Shul on, on, on the first night of Pesach. Yotza. So you Yotze, you don't have to say Halal now at the Seder. So if that's the case, Hado Amro, Yim Shasan Bikerich Echod so this says that if you eat it, that if you drink the wine all at once, you talk a yotze. Because we're saying that if you went to shul at night on Pesach and you heard halal, so you don't have to say it at the Seder. Well, if that's the case, then you're going straight from cup um, three to cup four without saying halal in the middle. And we're saying that that's okay. 
So just like between three and four, apparently you could have one right after the other. So then also between one and two and two and three, you can also just, you know, drink drink all the cups all at once and that should be fine. But again, remember in Ave Psachim, we said that, it, that, that that wouldn't be okay. Can you drink the wine in like sips? Or do you have to drink it all at once? All we said is that you should drink the wine. We didn't say that you should get drunk. And if you drink the wine slowly, so you won't get drunk, so that's, so that's acceptable. Yes, you could sip your wine. Can you use Shemitah wine for the Seder? Tony of Oshaya, Yotzin behind Shoshvias, yes, certainly. You can use Shemitah wine. There's no problem with that. Maulot is Konditin. Can you use Konditin, which is some kind of spiced wine? When the Tony Bar Kapara, Konditin, Kiayin, Hadamar Yotzin behind Konditin. Well, from the fact that Bar Kapara says that Konditin is wine, so you could be Yotzin with Konditin. Maulot is behind Mizugin. Can you use diluted wine? Okay, I mean, Mistama in general, wine is considered diluted wine, but. Midatani Rabchia, I bought a kosis, Sha'amur Yotin Ben Ben Chayin Ben Mizugin, Uvachi Boim Tam Umari Yain. So, so the Gemara says, well, Rabchia says that the four cups of wine they drink at the Seder, you, you, whether Chayin Ben Mizugin, whether they're undiluted, whether they are diluted. diluted. Uvachi Boim Tam Umari Yain, as long as they taste and look like wine. On Rabirmiya mitzvah is behind Adam. Says Rabirmiya that it's taka preferable to use red wine. We saw this also in Masechta Psachim, in Arve Psachim. Shnemar's apostle says, Altera Yain ki is Adam ki itim because eno vigomer. That don't, what was it, fear wine because it's uh, red. And right, he'll put his eye towards his glass. We see Yain ki is Adam, that wine is red. Tani Mivushal ki misubal. They say that. Um, Cooked wine is like spiced wine. Maulot is behind mevushal. Can you use cooked wine? Or Rabbiona Yotzin behind mevushal. Rabbiona says, yeah, you could use cooked wine for the seder. Rabbiona the time in. Rabbiona is consistent with his, with his reasoning. The Rabbiona karavashosi arbakase the fischa because Rabbiona when he would drink the dalid kosis on Pesach night at the seder have a chazik reisha archaga. He would have a headache until shavuos. Wow. Rabbiona, you would drink the arbakosis at the Seder and then you'd have a, a headache until Shavuot time for seven weeks. So therefore, apparently, in order to um, make the wine less potent, uh, cooking it would make it less potent and Rabbiona would prefer to cook the wine so that he, it, it would help with the headaches. Chada, where am I? Chamisei Chada Matronisa Apoi Nihirin. So apparently, some uh, there was a woman who saw Rabbi Yehuda Bar Eli, and his face was very radiant. It's very cool because I, I always feel like we don't see too much about Rabbi Yehuda Bar Eli. We see things about Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Yossi. I feel like Rabbi Yehuda Bar Eli. We don't like know too much about him. The last thing I, that comes to mind is in Masech Shabbos when we said in Bamem Adlikin that. When Shabbos came in, Rabbi Yudah Bar Eli would wrap himself in his talus and he would be like an angel. That's the last time I remember hearing about Rabbi Yudah Bar Eli. So here's a story with Rabbi Yudah Bar Eli. That a certain woman um, saw him and his face was very radiant. Omer, she said, Sava, Sava, old man, old man, Chadamian, Itlas, Milen, Izbach. Certainly one of the following three scenarios must be true. Oh, the Shosri Chamra, either you're drunk 
at or the at or you are somebody who lends with interest or the at or you raise pigs. That must be the explanation for your radiance. So Rabbi Yehuda says, may the spirit of the this woman become bloated or something like that. Because none of those statements are true. None of those options are true. Rather, it's my learning that is available to me and that is what makes my face radiant. Because the Pasuk says in Mishle, no, in Koheles, that the wisdom of, of, of man will make his face radiate. Another story about somebody's face radiating from his learning. That Rabbi Bo visited Tiberia Chamuni Talmidoi de Reb Yochanan Apui Nehorin. And the students of Reb Yochanan noticed that Rabbi Bo's face was very, very radiant. Amarun Tamidim Reb Yochanan. So the students told Reb Yochanan, Ashkach Reb Bo Sima. That Reb Bo must have found the treasure, and that's why his face is so radiant. Also, Legabe, so Reb Yochanan came out, Amarle, Mayaraisa Chadata Shamat. So Rabbi Yochanan obviously knew what the real reason was. And he says to Rabbi Bo, what great teaching did you learn? He says, Taka, a very old Tosefta. And that's why his face was so radiant, because he learned an old Tosefta. So Rabbi Yochanan said about Rabbi Bo that the wisdom of man makes his face shine. Um, should we stop here? No, let's go a shtickle weiter. Amr Abchanan says, Abchanan, Loga de Oraisa Tumunsa Atika de Muryisa de Tsipori. Alright. So the Log, the Oraisa Log, okay, and we learned this uh, in Mr. Arvi Psachim as well, right, that the Oraisa Log um, is this old Tmunsa that they would use to like measure uh, fish fats in Sipori. Alright. Am Rabyona says Rabyona Bikachmona La and I remember the base Rabyana Havamhilin Badvash. I remember that in the house of Rabyanai they would use this measure for honey. Tani, they was taught Khatishminis Tvarnis Hayushana, that it's half of the Tiberius old Shminis. That's Ravius. Alright. Amr Byochnan, Hadain Didanhu. Rabbi Yochanan says that's taka the same Shminis that we have nowadays. If that's the case, then why do we uh, call it the old one? If it's the same one that we have now, begin to have a biyome. Well, because there was it like changed during that time. Where, where, what's this olive? What does it change it to? Ah, velomakarile atika mon begin to have a biyome ziira virabsa viizaris kama de hava. Okay. Uh, okay. The is the amred is ira velo is ira kama de havas. What? I don't know. Basically, uh, some weird gears are there. But the idea is that Rabbi Yochanan is saying that in his day it's really the same as it was uh, originally, but in the in the interim it like became bigger. And that's why you were saying that, that's why the Bryce referred to it as the old one, because, um, 
Because at that point, it was like a different size. It became bigger or it became smaller, whatever it is. But already in Rabbi Yochanan's day, it was the same size as, as how it was. Um, what is the size of a cup that can hold a revias? This also we saw in, in Avi Psachim. Rabbi Yossi b'shem Rabbi Yossi bar Pazi ben Pazi Rabbi Yossi bar Bivi b'shem Rabbi Shmuel etzbaim etzbaim al room etzba v'mechzal shlish etzba that it's two finger breaths by two finger breaths at a height of one and a half and a third finger breaths. Um, all right, well that was Daf Ches of the Masech Toshkolim. I hope that you enjoyed. Where we started the um, we started the Gemara on the third parak of Shkolim. I don't know if I said Psachim, but I certainly meant Shkolim. Um, we started off going weiter in terms of Maeser Behema and when the cutoff is in terms of Maeser Behema. And then we then moved into some interesting uh, discussions about uh, wine. Hope you enjoyed. Peace out.